0: Be with you. I your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. And you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means... God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. This weekend we meet St. Joseph in our Gospel. As we are very much aware, we hear very little about Joseph in the New Testament. We meet him here in Matthew, deciding to divorce Mary quietly. We do meet him again at the birth of Christ in Bethlehem and then the flight to Egypt he appears again with Mary at Jesus' circumcision and then in one final appearance as he and Mary search desperately for Jesus in Jerusalem. But even with such minimal coverage in the Gospels, I have always believed that this simple carpenter from Nazareth had a great deal to teach us. And so as I found myself reflecting on his life, three things about Joseph came to mind. First, I believe that Joseph was a man who understood that his life had a purpose and meaning. And the meaning of his life was given by God while he probably couldn't fully comprehend why he was being asked to raise the Son of God, he must have believed, must have believed and trusted that this was part of God's plan for his life. Indeed, a very big part. At times, you and I, well, we can wonder we can wonder if our lives truly have a purpose. For don't we know it's so easy to get caught up in day-to-day activities, moving from one project or from one problem to another. And yet, don't we know deep within that our lives are more than these activities More than these projects and more than these problems. And none of us, well, we'll probably never ever do anything great. But my friends, our lives, they truly have a purpose. And God put you and me on this earth for a reason. You see, our lives, they are not accidents. Rather, They are part of God's plan. And the most important part of that plan involves serving him and at the same time serving others. And yet we cannot ever embark on that plan that's given to us unless you and I are willing to do one very important thing, and that is to leave ourselves and our egos behind. We live in a time that continues to promote the worship of self as the ultimate goal of life, thereby allowing selfishness to become the norm for living. But a life lived solely focused on self, well, it doesn't work for the long haul. Many of the problems that we face today attest to that. For a life focused solely on self, well, it leads to a divided, a polarized, and an alienated, Society. You see, life only takes on meaning when it is focused on God and on others. And to my mind, it really, really is that simple. And a life focused on God and others is open to one extraordinary blessing in life. And, my friends, that blessing is joy. David Brooks, the New York Times writer, focuses on this in a recent book entitled The Second Mountain. The book's introduction grabbed my attention, for he wrote this. Every once in a while, I meet a person who radiates joy. These people are not perfect, but they live for others and not for themselves. You see, I think Joseph must have radiated that kind of joy. Second, I truly believe that Joseph was a man who would not allow his life To be limited by fear and I suspect that he was afraid many times throughout his life taking Mary as his wife who as we know was pregnant with child a child that was not his own that must have been very scary living for several years in Egypt must have been the cause of great anxiety But you see, it seems to me Joseph did not allow fear to rule the day. Rather, he always moved ahead in trust, trusting in God. You and I, we too know fear. And there are a lot of things in this world to be afraid of, and many of them we should be. But as I thought about it, oftentimes the things that we fear the most are failure and being hurt. And when we do, we miss out on opportunities. We do that by holding back and trying to play it safe. But Joseph reminds us that we must not allow fear to limit us. And as many have reminded us throughout history, courage is never ever just the absence of fear. Quite the contrary. Rather, it's the willingness, the willingness to forge ahead in the very midst of it. Last, I believe Joseph was a man who understood something quite primary. And that is this, that love is the most powerful force on this earth. There is no greater power. I believe love is what the devil fears most. For you see, when you and I are loving, well, then you and I, we are most like God. And surely God is the one being the devil fears and hates the most. And so Joseph, he loved Mary, and he loved Jesus. We know that he loved Mary because he was so willing to divorce her quietly so as not to cause her shame, as we heard in our gospel today. And surely, surely he loved Jesus as his own son. And we, too, we know by baptism we, too, are called to love. But we also need to learn and never forget what Joseph learned, that love is the most powerful force on this earth, and it is one of God's greatest gifts. And with it, our lives and the lives of those around us well, they're changed, and even our world. And while love is certainly not always so easy, and perhaps at times for most of us, it's one of the most difficult things to put into practice. But don't we know, it's always worth it. And as the first letter of John so powerfully reminds us, God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God. Yes, perhaps this seemingly quiet, almost insignificant carpenter from Nazareth, he really does have something to teach us. And so this Christmas, as we look again at the creche, let us ask Joseph. Let us ask him. Teach us. Teach us once again. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe.